messing up! This is serious business! And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You got that yeah. right, this is uh, Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes! I am your man, Kevin Gordon Thomas. You already know what it is. Clutch time. It's the Heartless Arliss. Yes, and this is Serious Business. Yep. The Not So Serious Podcast, episode 33. This is going to be... Spicy. Spicy a deep, a deep episode convo. A deep one, a deep convo, very enlightening. Um... Um, and then we jump into manslaughter for throwing COVID parties. That's not very deep and enlightening. <laughs> that's not very deep and enlightening. Finish him. <laughs> okay, that's the first thing you want to jump into. All right, no problem. Uh, if you're watching, or you're listening, uh, we have a special guest with us. Uh, we were trying to get her on the show many, many times before. Uh, with COVID, we wanted to do this in studio, but obviously, Dougie got us locked up. Quarantine edition. Uh, quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Uh, here we go. We got polyamorous black girl with us. Thank you for joining us. Poly, Thank you, for- Polly. <laughs> go, go, um, go, go. All right. We are going to refer to her as Alicia because that is her name. Yes. So when yes. everybody everybody hears us going Alicia, Alicia, they're going to be like, "Who the hell is who the hell is that?" <laughs> like, That's me. polyamorous black girl. Here we go. All right. Well, first and foremost, how's everybody doing? Alicia, how you been? I've been fantastic, oddly enough. Things are going very well for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the quarantine years, but yeah, quarantine. How's it going for you? Uh, I mean, I want to fucking go outside and you don't? these. I do. I want to go outside. Where do you like, go when you go outside? Are you allowed to say? Where do I go when I go outside? Yeah. I mean, when the world is open, I go to all of the places. Yeah. I'm quite the traveler. I mean, I I, I don't even I don't party, but like to sit in a bar and like socialize with other human beings, that would be a good time. Would it? You know? Well, I think so. First place oh, you're going when we when everything opens back up. Somewhere hot. California. Cali? Why of all Cali? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Why? LA. I, I got a, I, my best friend lives out there. I hate LA now, especially what they're doing to their people over there. What are they what doing? Are they? With their taxes and all these other things. And their, Bro, their, death and mayors, taxes. Huh? Death and taxes. Man, how the mayor's cheating people over there. I don't want to go to Cali. But Cali is nice, I, I hear. It, it is nice. So tell us what's going on with uh, polyamorous, polyamorous black girl, Alicia. Oh, like, should I like introduce myself? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So I'm polyamorous black girl slash Alicia. And it's like, I don't know what I feel like it is. It's a lifestyle blog. I talk about my relationships or lack thereof and what it's like to be a polyamorous black girl in this digital age. Mm. And um, yeah, it's, it's polyamory is getting into like the mainstream now. So in yeah. the past few years, it's been pretty interesting. I think Willow Smith just came out as polyamorous yeah. and there was a whole red table talk about it. So it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. So, so we can clearly say it wasn't an entanglement anymore. <laughs> <laughs> entanglement. <laughs> the entanglement with August. Yeah. That, um, I, I haven't seen the episode actually. Um, I know some people that were on it, but, uh, I'm not really sure if Jada and the grandmother are in like support of polyamory. I don't think Jada would describe her entanglement as polyamorous. No. Infidelity. Okay. So we'll 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 break it down 
for somebody who's like I did, I did my research on it, but I still want to, you know, hear it from somebody who's actually, um, you know, living the life. So, what is it in layman's terms? Polyamory. Polyamory. It is multiple relationships with the consent of everybody. Hmm. Hmm. So, a lot of people like polygamy versus polyamory i know people get it confused all the time it's so fucking annoying oh, that, that, right so and, and even and, and it's even worse because a lot of the words a lot of the letters are the same right so people get it confused so break it down as to what like are the, the two differences so tell tell me a little bit about polygamy and then how they both differ so okay so polyamory is multiple relationships with the consent of everybody right it has nothing to do with like gender anything like that it's just relationships Mm. and everybody's consenting to these relationships polygamy is about a man who has several wives right several partners so like that's the core difference is that in in polygamy like i i couldn't have multiple partners right Mm. so and also polygamy is really like associated with um Mormonism. Yeah. And you know, the nation and and religious shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how did where did it start? And then I guess when did it start to get like super popular? I guess on the Western side. When did polyamory start? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure of like, in terms of like the, the words and the language, like I'm not sure about the, the origins there, but like polyamory or like broadly non-monogamous relationships mm. are not new, right? Like they're really old. It's monogamy that's new yeah. right? and marriage. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's always been okay. around, right? Yeah. Because if you look at it, like as weird, if, if we really truly look at it, you know, somebody... Uh, back in the ancient days, you know, selling their daughter to this, you know, 40 year old guy, like that was regular back then. Now it's looked as like, Oh, that's kind of weird. Right. So I would imagine, yeah, like polyamory and all these other things to us that I guess, yeah, seems new, probably very old. And it's just was something that I guess societies try to, I guess, hide or, or, or just really didn't approve of. Right. Cause I know on the Western side, I didn't really start hearing about it till, um, I would say maybe four or five years ago is when I started to hear about it mm-hmm. in terms of it's like popularity amongst people coming into the mainstream. Yeah. I think that's more what it is of it's like getting into the mainstream. Cause it's like, it's always been yeah. right. Like it's always been around. And I also, I wouldn't liken like polyamory or non-monogamy to like selling your daughter to a man. No, what I was trying to say is like, <laughs> these things have always been going on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, I think that's like fucked up, right? Whereas I, with non-monogamy, it's kind of just like, I think uh, a healthier way, a more natural way of relating mm-hmm. to folks, you know? Hmm. And monogamy is... So you hate on it? I don't, I hate on like compulsory monogamy, right? So monogamy, when folks don't know there's other options, yeah, right? Where it's like, this is the only way you can have relationships. I have a problem with that. If folks like of their own free will, knowing all the options, choose monogamy, then yeah. But a lot of people don't know there's other options. Right, 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 right. Especially because of societal pressures and stuff like that. Like they force it on you, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's exactly. what it means to be normal. You don't know what it means to be normal. You got to do this to be normal. 
Yeah. And it's like multiple relationships is seen as deviant in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Like some, if you're talking to like more than one person at a time, like there's something wrong with you somehow. Well, if the other person don't know about it, that's when it's wrong. I mean, I think in general, though, I think people make judgments on like even when consent is going on. Right. Like, so for me, people, the fact that I have multiple relationships, right. And everybody knows people have like a very core issue with that. Of course. I think they, it, it's perverse mm. for people. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Basically. When, when, when I guess did you start to first experiment and then, you know, and great, and I guess, bring it into your everyday life. Maybe it's like science. Wait, you think she got beakers of like men and shit? She's like, <laughs> just, nah, bro. Obviously, obviously, something. <laughs> some, is, yo, obviously, some goggles. Heard about at first. <laughs> and you're like, all right, let me let me look into this. Okay, let me see if hey, this is for me. If I can like love two people at the same time, kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't like hard right <laughs> i think it's like like monogamy is what's been always been like hard for me right mm, mm, mm. So, okay so let's like break things apart you're, you're, so you're there, a woman gallus that's what you're <laughs> well no <laughs> because that has such a negative i know i know i know i know fucking around yeah so i think so like broadly like there's non-monogamy right which isn't always ethical and then polyamory which is ethical, meaning there's consent. Everybody knows yeah, yeah. what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I didn't know polyamory was a thing until like college, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And before that I was really unethically non-monogamous. Right. So I cheated. I was a side chick. I did all types of shit. Yeah. Right. Just because it made sense to me. I wanted to, I wanted what I wanted, right? Like if I want you and you and you, I have it. And I didn't know there was a configuration that was like possible for it, for me not to lie or for people not to lie. Right. Until I was in college and I was working at a sex club and then I met polyamorous people. Okay. We can't just blow by that right there. Hold on. Hold on. You worked where? At a sex club, a sex lounge, I guess. A lounge. You're talking about Oasis. I am talking about it. Okay, Arliss, we ain't gonna blow by that twice now. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a membership? <laughs> I did. I had a two for one discount. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's so stupid. Oh my god! All right, so so what are I guess some of the the myths that go along with um, uh, polyamory that people just don't understand? Uh, people think. Ugh, people think it's a lot of sex, a lot of orgies, um, that jealousy is not a thing. That's, uh, that's the biggest thing for me. But how does that work? How does that work with jealousy? Yeah. For me, I'm not a jealous person. I'm not a jealous person, especially now. Like I really, a lot of people think I don't care, but it's just mostly that I'm just not that jealous about when it comes to relationships and and friendships and stuff like that. But how does that work for people who are jealous? Like, is it, isn't it, wouldn't it be like a conflict in that way? Okay. So let me, let me ask you. So how does jealousy work in monogamous relationships? If uh, it seems like you're flirting or you see someone flirting, I don't, that's like the first thing is if somebody's yeah. flirting with obviously someone who's on a relationship with, um, jealousy i guess yeah if you see somebody with your significant other and you see them in a way that they, they they're looking at that person the same way they look at you 
But like, how do you, how do you move through jealousy? Right? Like it's something that comes it's up. Communication. Whether or not, yeah, exactly. And your, level, your, your levels of comfort of, you know, what's allowed and what's not like, or, or just you personally, if, so, and you then have trust. Have, so you have to have boundaries, right? So you make these boundaries that combats jealousy. No, and yeah. it's more so trust. I mean, like there's no, you're not going to get rid of jealousy, yeah. right? Like regardless of what your relationship style is, like people get are insecure about a number of things I and know, whether or not like their partner is doing anything, people get jealous sometimes. And so in polyamory, like I'm a Scorpio, I'm mad jealous. It comes up. All I do is communicate it and also recognize it's my responsibility to deal with that because it's not about them. It's about me. Because if there's an actual problem in the relationship, right, we need to talk about that problem. Yeah. If I'm yeah. feeling insecure because, you know, my partner is spending time with, you know, my metamor and, and a metamor is my partner's partner. Um, and that makes me feel some type of way. I have to figure that out by myself. It's a personal problem. OK, you don't you don't ever bring it up. No, I, I, I bring it up. But just so they know, like maybe if I'm snippy or have an attitude or something like that, like that's where it's coming from. Like yeah. I'm feeling jealous and then I work on it. If they want to help me with that, they <clears> can. <throat> but ultimately, it's something I need to work on. I, now, me personally, like I don't believe in like, you know, my sign or whatever. I know I'm Pisces. I'm mad jealous. Of, you know what I mean? But um, I'm just trying to understand as to when you first get into these relationships, like how does it work in terms of like, is, is it everybody wants to live together or is it um, like even in marriage? How does that work? So that depends on the relationships, right? So there's a lot of different kinds of poly. There's kitchen table poly, which is everybody, your relationships function as if you were sitting down at a kitchen table together, right? So everybody is kind of like, in everybody's business. Uh, okay. I have your number, you, all of that. We hang Same out. Thing if there's kids, the kids are all there. It's just like all of that. Yeah. And then some people do parallel poly, right. Which the relationships don't interact or intersect. Right. So my, I don't, my metamorm is my partner's partner. Like I don't have their number. We don't talk like those oh, are intended. Right. So hmm. in terms of like cohabitation and things like that, it just depends on what your relationships look like. Right. Unless you're in a triad or a quad. Which should I explain what those are? Sure. Uh, well, yeah, it's more more bodies, right? So I can figure uh, out my options here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I see Arliss typing here <laughs> on the group doc. This guy's just typing in notes <laughs> up to his girl. <laughs> yeah. So like a, a triad, it's like three people in a yeah. relationship. Quad four, yeah. Yeah. So well, and then so, I, I'm mm. trying to say. So your meta, what's the term? The the. A metamor? Metamor. So you've never met your partner's partner. No, no, no. That's not what that means. So okay. meta, metamor is your partner's partner, right? Like that's just what the word means. Right. So that's not uh, your partner. That's their partner. Their partner. Yeah. So you've okay. never met them before. No, no, no I, I might, maybe. It has nothing to do with like meeting them. Okay, 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 okay. But like that's just what they're called. Right, right, right. You don't but interact you can, with them or whatever, or you don't have relationships with them. If you're, if you're doing parallel poly. Okay. And then table, okay, then kitchen table is where everybody can just mix and mingle. Mm -hmm. I'm not for the single, just everybody's. Mix and mingle, not for the single. Yeah, and not, not like, not sexual relationships. They're just. Yeah, okay, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because, yeah, there's different levels of love, agape, and all these other things. So then that's what I want to ask you. Like, what is, I guess, 
that's the bad question is like, what does love mean to you? Cause it should mean to you what it should mean to everybody else in terms of yeah. trust and, and, and uh, you know, how you guys deal with one another each and every day, which I think a lot of people get confused even just hearing you and how you talk with, you know, how you interact and, and the different levels of it, because you still have love for that person. And would you say that you have love if, would you have love for your partner's partner if it was like a kitchen table thing? Like, is that something that's, I guess, obligated between? Everything? No, 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 no. And you're not obligated. I, I don't even have to like my metamor, mm. right? Like I don't, that's, I, that's it. I don't have to like them at all. If I, if I like them, that's cool. Uh, in my experience, it doesn't really like happen that often. I tend to not really enjoy <laughs> a lot of um, the people my partners choose to date. Sometimes it's really cool. Um, but there's something called compersion in polyamory. Where, and so that's when you feel good about your partner's relationship with other people, right? It's not mandatory, but it's something that some people feel. And um, you probably achieve that over time sometimes, right? Especially if you don't like them at first or whatever it may be. Yeah. And so it, maybe it, it's sometimes like not even about like them, but just like about what their relationship with your partner like does for your partner. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you can be like, I'm feeling really compressed because every time you're with so-and-so, like you're, you're so bright and blah, 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 blah. Like I, I've, I've had those moments because there's, I can't be everything for a person, right? And so sometimes, uh, a lot of times, my metamors, right, are the kinds of people that I'm not, right? Feeling so where you lack, okay. Exactly. So then you can kind of see, and that's the great thing about Polly for me is like you can see your partner as being like this full person because they're getting everything they need from now, all of the people. Now, with a little bit of pushback, would you feel like you can't do that with a monogamous relationship where that person works on you continually and you work on that person to then build each other up? No, I think that's absolutely possible, but I don't think that in that relationship, I can get everything I need. Right. Like, I think that's why, you know, we have friends, we take care of ourselves, we do, you know, work out, play whatever the fuck you do to feed yourself. Right. Like no one person can give you everything. Mm. And that's the I problem with that is really um, that narrative is really expected in a lot of monogamous relationships. They say that I need to be your everything or right. you know what I mean. I'm, I should be good enough for you. I've heard that before, you know? So like, it's like, I don't, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I understand the whole scene of it and it makes sense, but like, how doesn't that make you feel a certain way that you aren't enough for one person? Mm. Sometimes. Right. Like, and I think, I think sometimes people think like people that are polyamorous and non-monogamous, like don't have a lot of like the same, like internal struggles and like feelings, right. That oh, monogamous you, man, you just have different preferences. Like what the heck? And, <laughs> and we're in like a monogamous society. Right. So yeah. I have been indoctrinated like with a lot of ideas about what relationships are supposed to be like, right. Like to be chosen, to be wifey, like to mm. be the one. Right. Mm. I mean, and I think black women in particular, like that's the goal. Like you're worthless as a woman if you can't, you know, make a man see you as like the only woman in the world. Right. So I feel like that. that, that yeah. That's for, for a lot of women, even where it's like, if you don't get married, you're going to be this bitter bitch. Like, you know what I mean? And, and they get that type of, that's like that narrative and that fear, you know what I mean? A man probably can get a a woman or whatever like that. But if you can't get married as a chick, like I see that a lot, like in friends that I talk to, it's like, Oh, you know, they don't want to 
some of them, some of them are fine where it's like, Hey, if I don't get a man, that's fine. But they know right. that's like a thing that's looming over them. Of course. Cause their mom is sitting there like, right. You know, you know, I have an old man. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> right. Something, oh, something wrong with yeah. you. Your value. And then yeah. the biggest one is when I was your age. That's how it always started. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would, I would say you can get that out of a monogamous relationship, like where, yes, that person can't be your all, but it's just like even, um, if you're rearing a child, you can't Arliss clutch. It takes a village, right? So even if, you know, you're building each other together in a monogamous relationship, there are other people, friends, other different types of relationships and different types of love that you can have with other people to where you can be built up and, and kind of get those things where you might not be getting from your spouse. There's limits to those relationships though, under monogamy, right? Mm. Like you can like, let's say you have a really, really good friend, right? And, you know, I don't know, sexual, intimate, erotic feelings like emerge. That's the, from that. that's the part where, where it trips me out. Where yeah. I, like, I, I don't know if I can, I can handle that. And not, I, not if I don't know, I, I couldn't handle that shit. Especially if it's an, if it's a dude as their, okay, I got to get this word right. What, what's the, your partner's partner? Tell me the term again. Uh, metamore. If, if my girl metamore was a dude, nah. No, nah, nah, I couldn't handle that. Nah, bro. Why? Nah, I got nah. I, uh, I'm too jealous. I'd be too jealous. Know, but, but what's it about? Look, so your girl can have like her best friend can be a man. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm not one of those. Like, I have I have tons of friends who are girls. Mm-hmm. But when the sexual part comes into it, that's where I'm like, nah. So it's the sex. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's for a lot of people when they first see or hear about uh, polyamory and 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 the lifestyle is, mm-hmm. is is the sex that comes with it. Obviously, you can get these other things to build one another up, but then once that comes into play, I think that's where a lot of people like just that's where the line is. Yeah, right. That that always. Uh, so me and Elisa have been friends for a while. So whenever I talk about her to like just like a random person in passing and stuff, they instantly go to sex. Yeah, it's like this is the isn't that isn't that a whole bunch of like a sexual thing? And I and I in my head, I was just like, I don't think everything is just about sex. Yeah, you know of, co- I mean? of course not. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm not talking about you. I'm saying I don't know why some people have that mentality about it. I mean, I think it's because that's how monogamous people look at their relationships, right? Like, I think what holds the the foundational thing for you all is the sex, Mm. right? That you're fucking one person, only one person. And that's how you understand like your relationships. Whereas, so polyamory, that's not the case at all. Mm. I actually had more sex when I was pretending to be monogamous. I have less sex now. Far less. <laughs> <laughs> right? but, but I think monogamous people look at relationships through that lens. Yeah. It's like y'all are putting that on us because it's not mm, the stigma. Not okay. Yeah. So Arliss, why, why are, are you inclined to getting into a poly relationship? I'd be down. Or a non-monogamous relationship because it's like swinging, for example. That's a, t- that's a non-monogamous relationship. Yeah. And the stigma that I got when I write here swingers is like, 
cougars and and like yeah. middle aged men. That's the first thing I always think of. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like I would be down because for me, it wouldn't really be about this. It would be about because um, of how I get along with other people, mm-hmm. especially I tend to get along with females a lot better than I do with most guys. Most of my friends are these two and my family. So I don't. So you know what I mean? So that would be more so my my thing, like the fact that I would get to talk and build something with another person type of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah relationship yeah. wise but i mean intimate relationships with other people i think and i think it's like human beings we need that right like we need connection okay so then so then what is the difference i guess between a regular relationship and then something that has the sexual part to it right because you're saying you have less sex now and I'm not saying sex is is like the the top tier thing when it comes to any type of relationship, but like for somebody who's monogamous like myself, and obviously the first thing I thought of was like sex, then what other like what I guess what what took you away from monogamy or had you feeling like you were you were faking it for all these years before you then went over? Uh, for me, it's all the restrictions, right? Like monogamy requires you to have a relationship in a particular way, right? Like it's like this performance and there's something called the relationship escalator, right? You know, it's like the talking phase dating and then you fuck and then this, and then you move in together and then marriage recording. Yeah. All of that. Right. And, and that for me is really, really restrictive. And I, that's just not how I relate. It feels unnatural because sometimes relationships don't go in that way, right? In polyamory, there's something called a comet. And a comet is a person that you have a romantic, intimate relationship with that comes in and out of your life. And there's no expectation of like formalized partnership. In monogamy, right? Like that's unacceptable because if you do certain things, your relationship must go to a certain place. Otherwise, like somebody's you know playing games with you or they don't really like you just because the relationship doesn't manifest in a certain way and so for me i didn't like that it didn't feel honest and i i want relationships to be like a landscape and not an escalator. from the face of that though when you say for somebody to kind of come and go it just doesn't seem like it's consistent but i mean it, if it works for me and it works for them then it works yeah, well, what right? you, okay, ah, okay so then so then like what do you mean come and go in terms of like what so, okay. So in terms of you guys are communicating with one another. And again, I'm not just keeping it to like a whole sex thing. Cause we're not, you know what I mean? We're not just going to be primitive, right? <laughs> like um, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, when you're saying come and go in terms of uh, how much you guys communicate, how you build one another, like explain that. So, okay. Let me give, give an example. So there, I had this, I've had this relationship with this guy for like four years, right? We've never formalized anything whatever right but it's sexual intimate close relationship and we'll we'll relate and hang out and talk and all of that for for months right and then at a certain point we kind of just both it it fizzles out yeah and we don't really say anything the relationship kind of just fizzles out and but i love him very much and sometimes he manifests and texts me and we start again and sometimes i do the same to him and that's been five years, five, four or five years of that. Right. 
that is a really, really powerful dynamic relationship. And I, and when I tell people monogamous friends about that, they think of it like, he doesn't really like you. How, like, why are you continuing to talk to that guy? It's not this, it's not, it, 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 they can't see the value of it because it doesn't turn into boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. Right. So I, I think there's just a lot of really amazing possibilities to know people, experience people, value people without being so restricted. Or, putting, or, or like putting a label is what you're saying. Right. So I was dating this guy and he used to call me like if his partner would be over at his house or whatever, cooking together, blah, blah, blah. He used to call me to like check in and, and I can hear the laughing, giggling. And it's like, yeah, mm. I would feel, get very, very jealous. And then so, I would yeah. talk to him crazy and I'm like, okay, no, this is not healthy. And so I was like, so the boundaries, like, don't, I would appreciate if you didn't call me when you're with your other partners. Okay. So then, so then it goes back to that level of, of, of how comfortable you are because right. That's not like the kitchen table one where, you know, everybody can just, no, I mean, that could be a kitchen table situation and me still not want to hear them on dates. Right. Like mm. that could be my home girl. I could be really cool with her and everything and still not want to hear that. Right. Like, you know, but, that, but are you, are you still, hold on, hold on. but then are you still <laughs> happy for, your partner for him to be, you know, uh, giggling up the place and all kind of other thing. Like you're still happy for him, even though you, you know, he called you or, or she called you and they're with somebody else. And yeah, they're two separate things, right? Like I'm happy for him and his relationship and whatever, but I can also feel like insecure and jealous, um, because I'm insecure about a number of things, right? Like, Maybe I want to be with him and I, and maybe he's laughing in a way that he laughs with me. Right. And that mm. makes me feel insecure. I don't want yeah, to hear yeah. that. Right. That doesn't mean I don't, I'm not happy for him being happy. Now, now could that then stir up arguments where it's like, well, um, you know, my partner is happy when they hear me giggling and I'm with you. So why can't you be happy when I'm with them kind of thing? But that's everybody, you know, everybody has different levels of what they're cool with. Yeah. That, that's the part that would like, I, that's the part that would get me. Cause it, then, then we don't even have to go and, and talk about it sexually. It's like, you know, where, when you were asking me like why, where in a monogamous relationship would somebody, you know, be jealous? Of course. Like if I hear, you know, or if it looks like you're flirting or if you're giggling up and you're laughing, they, they're making you laugh the same way I make you laugh. And that, that, that type of tone in your laugh is coming out, but I'm like, yo, I'm the only one that's supposed to hit them kind of notes when it comes, when it comes to the laughter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, 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 what are the notes they hitting? <laughs> nigga, just, 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 right. No, but then, and then yeah. your brain can start spiraling out of control, but then yeah. you have to like, I always go back to the place of like, okay, this is a whole per human being. Right. Mm. And I can't decide for the, I can't have such control over them or lack of control over myself that I can't allow them to have whatever experience they're having. Right. Like I think so long as, what we have going on when we're together is good. I, I shouldn't compare to other relationships. It's not healthy to do that. It has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wish I knew all of them off by heart, but there's different levels of love, right? You obviously know. Um, so then there's like, there's agape. And you're there's on a computer. What the hell do you mean? You don't know. Just 
I, I, Clutch, Clutch, you haven't said much. Can you Google it for me? There's several different Welcome levels. Welcome to the Clutch engine. We shall be searching <laughs> the levels of, levels of love. So that's where, like, so there's it, it gets, eros, which is erotic, passionate yes. love. Yeah. Philia, love of friends and the friendship people. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Storge, S T O R G E. Mm-hmm. Love of parents for children and agape, love of mankind. So there's right. Four. So that's like again where it gets really weird for me to understand. It's like, is it a full on relationship that you're having with this person, or is it just a type of different type of love that you can have with people to where you can get that from a friend, from you know a, a relative or something like that. Okay. That's where it just it, it's it's hard for me to to, to get over that barrier. I, I hear what's, what what's the difference between um, a romantic relationship and a friendship? Right, like what are the differences? Hmm. You're not like, fucking. It's the sex. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a, it's a, the intimacy, right? the level of intimacy. That's, that's basically it, because you're doing this, you're you're sharing certain information of your life with that person. You guys are doing stuff together as for like you know, like it's just the vibe. Like you know, you guys are just clicking together, hanging out. You know, you're joining each other's company. Mm-hmm. But why couldn't I do most of that with my friend? Why can't you? Yeah. I mean, can that's, you? That's what I'm saying. Why not? I mean, I because, because hold on, hold on, because you said now that you're in this type of relationship, you're having less sex. So then, is it that you just have a bunch of best friends? Like, like no, bring it down for me then. No, I have, I have, I have relationships. Okay, right? of, of course, yeah, yeah, and, and intimate, romantic, sexual, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. relationships, right? But I, I have less sex just because there's just more people, more moving parts time, lots of things to like, to think about, right? right. Like the, rather than this one dedicated person mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that I'm having sex with like all the time. It, it's like, I always question monogamous people's like, what's, what's the value in the relationships? Like, is, is it just really about, about the, the, the fucking ultimately, right? Like that's, what's holding your relationship together. The fact that you, for lack of a better word, own this person's body and they own your body. Like that's, that's, that's what makes it deep. I mean, I'm going to disagree and say it's not about the sex. I want to say it's more so about the romance because you can have friends who fuck and there'd be no romance in there. I guess that's, that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. I mean, the romance, I, I, the romance is, I mean, more, it, it feels like courting, right? But does is um you make I can have sex with somebody I can I can have sex with somebody without um um romantically wooing them. You know what I mean? I can't be in a relationship with somebody without the romance, without that that feeling of um that that I don't know. I guess it's a different level of connection, can I say? I don't know how to explain it. Mm. Because there's certain things that um obviously you'll share with that said person that you're not just going to share with your little friend kind of thing right there's uh uh, there's levels of trust when you know you're not going to say even though that person might be your best friend there's still certain things you're going to tell to that person you're in a relationship with that you're in a relationship with 
um, that you're not going to for just a regular friend. You choose to do that, though, right? Because you you understand relationships as as only existing in like the dyad, right? So it's like, I don't think it's a, a thing of like people can only I can only be intimate with one person and I can only like yeah. you can you can do it with multiple people, For but sure. you only yeah. feel like you're allowed to do it with this one person. Right. So it, it, yeah. it it's kind of like it's it's possible. Right. It's just a choice. Monogamous people are making a choice to only have high level intimacy with one person. And polyamorous people are making a choice to have that with several. Because why not? <laughs> right. Like, why are we convincing ourselves that you're only sexually and romantically attracted to one person? It's not true. Right. Like you develop feelings you, you have eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you've gone think, through think, breakups and I, you've I, gone through because um Last episode, we talked about, um, can you be with more than one? Is there only one person for you? And I in said, no, yeah. right. There, there was, yeah, yeah, there was not that. one person for you in this world. So if you could have them all at the same time, right. You're basically having your cake and eating it too. Not necessarily I mean, because you don't know that person's level of comfort. Again, that's what it comes down to. It comes down. Well, to yeah, that's, that's what it comes I think down that to. whole cake thing is so interesting because why can't I eat my fucking cake? It's mine. I know, right? <laughs> like, it's my cake. I want to eat it. And I think that's the question of just like, why are we agreeing to like this restrictive way of loving? Societal norms? For what? I think also... That's what we're told. We must yeah. do what we're told. <laughs> even, even, even the level of, and this is where I think every monogamous person will agree, is, you know, the level of, of commitment to just one person, like commitment of saying, I'm going to just be with this person or that person, right? Because, uh, and I guess in any polyamorous relationship, is it, so you said there's, 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 um, there's, uh, there's, there's triples, or there's, there's triads, sorry, there's triads, and then there's, there's quads. And can it go up? Sure. There? Sure. And, and you have to let the other person know. Yeah, everybody has to agree. Or else then it's just straight cheating. Yeah. Right. Polyamory is ethical, but also. Like, and what if someone doesn't agree? Then what? I mean, then you can't have those they're relationships. Not, they're not. They're not about it. Yeah. Like it just yeah. won't work. But also like yeah. triads and quads and all that shit. Like that's not like. The, the, the norm that's super common, like those are the hardest relationships to, to like make work. Right. Yeah. Generally, like they're they're independent of each other. OK. Wow. Speaking of triads, Arliss, are you in a triad? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, well, when I before before you came on, Clutch was looking up polyamory, and he was you were saying something about it could be used against you in court or something like that, like some weirdness. Yeah, I want you to, to explain it. So it says, uh, polyamory is not a legally protected status, like being straight or gay. You can lose your job for being polyamorous. I don't know about all of that. Like, I want you to courts, courts can use it against you in child custody proceedings. Polyamory and non-monogamy take many different forms. Yeah, that is true. And that's why a lot of kind of like polyamorous um, organizers are trying to get the, the laws changed yeah. because 
there are no like so polyamorous like parents um people like it gets very complicated and it is often used against people and they have like kids taken away um because they can be like well you have so many people around your kid and like and how is it really safe and deviant and shit like that but um there there has been changes like i think it was in newfoundland or something like that is that three three people were awarded custody of a child so really well, changes uh, are so, coming. so they so they so all of them can uh uh write the the kids off on their taxes what's <laughs> 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 the first thing i thought of i'm like oh, that's probably the biggest yeah, argument damn. come around come april all right, so who's trying to team up? <laughs> who's trying to save somebody? That actually is a thing a lot of polyamorous people do in the States, right? Like they um, start LLCs together. Um, and oh. that's how they protect, everybody's protected in the relationship. Oh, that's smart. Right? Use the system that's using you. What are some of the other struggles that you think uh, polyamorous people go through right now? This obviously like it seems like you're you're an advocate if i look at your page and stuff like that you're more of like an advocate for it mm-hmm. so what do you think are some of the, the the main struggles that the polyamorous community must overcome i mean i think the biggest things for sure like recognition right like just yeah. social right and political like recognition because it just complicates your life when you have multiple relationships and for a lot of people that are like it's egalitarian relationships so they're all equal and they're like all meaningful but if like you can only marry one and that presents like a bunch of problems um and also i think things around abuse and like domestic violence and those sorts of things there aren't any resources for polyamorous people so that kind of complicates um when shit goes wrong there's no, there's nowhere for a polyamorous person to go if they're being like abused in their relationship. Uh, You're confused. No, 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 no. I'm trying. No, no. Can't they, well, I'm confused. Like, can't they just go to any regular place that gives support for people who are abused? But that, you would think, right? But what it is is that because most people don't really understand polyamory, um, they they don't have, they don't understand how to offer support in those types of configurations, right? So if they've never heard of a triad, they don't know how those relationships work. They're staunchly monogamous. Mm. When it comes to abuse, their mind can't even like wrap their head around the fact that that's possible in a polyamorous relationship. Of course, yo, abuse can happen anywhere, but but can't you just go to any other support group and then like say, okay, this person is abusing you. This is how we can deal with it. They're going to be like, what's your home life like? And they're going to be like, well, it's uh, this and this and this. And they're going to be like, okay, what does that mean? That, that sounds abusive. You might, he's abusing you. You might want to get rid of, you can't let him abuse you because he's having everything he wants and he's using you. It's going to be those. I wasn't, I wasn't coming at it from that angle. I'm coming. I'm saying this is what they would get using you. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about this is what the person would say to them. Exactly. You go to somebody and you say, you go to a social worker and say, I'm being abused. They're going to ask about your home life. Yeah. They're going to ask about your relationships. And when they see the, these these things that they don't see as normal, they're probably, they, they won't understand it. They're going to, they, what they do, because I've ha- I had this happen to me with a therapist. I was trying to get support about one of my relationships and I'm explaining the relationship. And so he identified the problem as polyamory, not what was happening to me in the relationship. Mm. Right. So like, that's, that's the barrier. So if it's like, 
all of the same abusive things that happen in monogamous relationships happen in poly relationships, right? It just kind of structured a little differently. There's more players involved, right? Um, but they don't poly people that are just told like, well, maybe you should just be monogamous. And yeah, that's what I was like that. No, I, I was going to be like, well, if that person's abusing you, you need to find another person. <laughs> that's it. Nope, nope, nope. That's not how the game goes, unfortunately. So yeah, there. I mean, there's a lot of problems, a lot of different things. I think, <sighs> I think in the black community in particular, there's a lot of people who think polyamory is like white people shit. Mm. So that's white people think that. Yeah, <laughs> that's something that needs to be um, addressed. <laughs> I think because it, it it's. I think that's a problem. Mm. Yeah. Like we can have any kind of relationship structure we want and it has nothing to do with white people. Yeah. There's a lot of stigmas on the, uh, on the black community on I'm really any community. Cause I'm, I'm assuming you probably could find this maybe somewhere in map, maybe not, maybe in Russia, I don't know, or, or some places in Asia, Like where, where I, that's the question I should ask you is where, um, do you, would you find the most polyamorous people? If you know, I mean, Globally, I mean, I don't know. There's polyamorous people. Okay, let's say that there's more non-monogamous people than I think monogamous people realize. Like, they, oh, so hold on, you said more non-monogamous people? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, like, I think people just don't talk about it because there is a lot of stigma, right? Like, to be out and polyamorous or non-monogamous, it's just there's a lot of judgment. People I feel like the lines are blurred. You're, you're fucking and swinging and, and all types of weird shit is going on. It's just very, when it's really like a lot of little dates and special text messages and like cute lovey-dovey shit, actually. <laughs> I think, no, I think when, when people would, would get it mixed up is they, they uh, for some people who identify as being non, excuse me, monogamous, is more uh a lot of people would just you know refer and be like oh that person they just a player or they just like to get down kind of thing right think that's where a lot of people get confused is that's all they can really think about that's the first thing i would think about to be honest like if you were to if you were to tell me oh somebody's not non-monogamous so it's like oh they just like to he's blowing out backs (laughs) 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 but it's like there's people that are like that are asexual you know what i mean or who just aren't super sexual beings right i think for a lot of you know monogamous people right the relationships are about far more than than sex or at least they should be and you'll find that even in any you know all in, in some monogamous relationships too right Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should all be more than just sex. Yeah, they they should be right, and it's like if you can have multiple friends, right? Like, why can't you have multiple partners? Nah. Right? Like, what if Becky gives better head than Susan? <laughs> and that's let's just be honest, right? Because literally, I, I I literally was thinking of a question. I'm like, well, like, what if one partner doesn't want to do something, but the other one will? Yeah. It's like you find yeah, you find a, a freak league partner. <laughs> I mean, well, some people don't like anal. Right? What if Susan likes exactly. anal? Exactly. And I'm not gonna go see Tiffany on Tuesday. <laughs> and have all your needs met? Why not? It's like Burger King. Have it your way, man. Nah, because when, <laughs> when 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 youths come into the play, and oh, not the children argument. We got we got <laughs> not the children. <laughs> Not the children. Was that in The Simpsons? Not the children. <laughs> I mean, what's okay? 
What's the children argument? Because I mean, I've heard it many a time before. Like, people, but don't you want kids? Yeah. Okay. Can't you still have kids? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, so if, polyamory does not make you infertile. Is that a word? Why would it make? Why you would it make? <laughs> or, 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 just, just, hey, or, that's or, what I'm saying. Yourself, that's what I'm yourself, saying. Yourself. that's exactly what i'm saying people are like well you can't you don't you want to have kids well no it doesn't make i'm still fertile that's nothing to do with it literally it's like but the question really is is like what does that look like right who are you having the kids with listen if 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 i was in a polyamorous relationship and my partner and her partner and he was a, a gentleman and we're both getting her pregnant nah i couldn't deal with that why? Nah. Okay, but what if you get her pregnant? What if you met somebody and then they have a child and then you start dating and then you have a child with them? Is that not the same thing? Uh I hmm. Good question. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Mm, but not just saying the weirdest yeah, shit question. sometimes. It's because it's like that is true. You have relationships with people that yeah, have but but you know no, no, no. no, but but if you get in a relationship with somebody who already has a kid. There, or especially in a monogamous relationship, you're expected to not be in a relationship with the same person you already had a ute with. So, but so I already came. To, hold on, I already came. When person. you have kids with someone, you always have a relationship with them. Because they're a part of your life, no matter what. Because you share that kid. I understand, but then, but then you, you, you know that there isn't anything sexual going going after that in a monogamous relationship. I get into a relationship with somebody; she has a kid. I'm not thinking, uh, and we now we have a kid together. So now she has a kid with me and a gentleman. Yeah, I'm. I know she's not going to have another kid with him because she's with me. How do you, you know, know that? that? It's a thing. You don't know that. <laughs> well, then we go into Maury. <laughs> it's like it's all it is. you know what I'm saying. That's the only part. That's. But then it's like you can like break part. up, and then she could have a kid with him. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> But that, again, I mean, that's where commitment comes in, right? So it's not a, it's not like a lack of commitment though. Cause it's like, what's, what's commitment? Like, what are we actually talking about? Are we saying that like, I own you that's commitment or is it like you brand the bitch. Yeah, right? <laughs> when I heard, I was talking to this guy and he was talking about how, you know, relationships are about, you know, riding it until the wheels fall off. And I'm like, you don't hear that, how that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Why do you want the wheels to fall off? I want my fucking wheels to stay on. Yeah. But so what about, like, what about when you see them old ass couples and they still hold, and he's still slapping her booty, wrinkled ass and all. Yeah. I mean, that's not the wheels falling off to me. That's a, that's I, no, this, this, is, this is the thing about, regular traditional monogamy that like gets on my nerves it's like oh as soon as you get married oh it's over now it's over now you know right. I mean? it's like why are you going in with that type of mentality and then you're setting yourself up for failure so i'm I mean, trying to change the stigma of of what's the norm in monogamy to just be oh we're gonna be miserable for we're gonna be married for 50 years and be miserable for 30 like what that's because you haven't been married yet but also, oh. like, yeah. <laughs> then I tell you to mute yourself. <laughs> Sorry, my, my bad, my bad, my bad. But it's also like sometimes you fall out of love with people, right? Ah, like, hold on. Okay, okay. So I was reading an article, and uh, this one lady was asking this old couple. They were married for I think fifty years, and she asked them, "What is the secret to the two of you being together for so long?" I believe we talked about this on the podcast before, a couple of episodes ago. Last episode, uh, actually last episode right 
So now they said it wasn't that um, we fell out of love. We didn't fall out of love at the same time. There's ebbs and flows. Sometimes it won't be 50-50. Sometimes it's going to be 60-40. Sometimes it'll be 70-30. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's 100 nothing. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, I think also like when people like get married, this idea of like commitment, like we 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 get married, and so it's like even if I don't like you mm. fucking anymore, mm. uh, we're married, and so I'm gonna be committed. I think that's bullshit, right? Like I I don't think I don't think that's really a healthy way to relate to people, right? Waiter, my husband's cold. Can I get a new one, please? <laughs> oh, <my husband. laughs> this one, this one's, this one's rare. I asked for medium well. <laughs> right? Mm, I can go for a nice steak Me right too. now. Medium. Medium? Medium well, bro. Medium Think well. Of what? Yeah, man. Medium well. Do you medium all really medium. just want to be medium. with one person, like, forever? Yeah. Yeah. Clutch? God damn, this nigga been taking notes, notes, eh? Clutch, how do you feel? Tell me how you really feel. Mm. Mm, I mean, I was in like an open relationship like for a bit. And like in the beginning, it was like cool because like it wasn't about sex. But then like once the sex aspect came into it, like KT was saying, like it just kind of like changed everything more or less. So it's like I can see the benefits but then it's like as a person it's like can you handle the consequences I, I don't think I don't think Alicia would classify it as consequence but I'm, yeah no I was like I mean it could be right depending on what your perspective is on it right like it could be a consequence and 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 don't get me wrong. Like I, I don't think it's for everybody, right? Because it's a lot of deep personal work, and you like discover things about yourself that like maybe you didn't really want to see or know. Or like, oh, I'm so I'm mad insecure about all of these things. Yeah. I didn't realize, right? And some people don't. You don't want to have that experience, right? Like I have that all the time because like every that, yeah. new partner my partner would have is like it brings up a new thing, right? That like, I don't have, that they have, that I want, or do I really want this? Or am I just jealous? Like all of that shit. But for me, it's worth it, right? Like all that difficult shit, it's worth it. I feel like even, especially uh, going back on what you said, you know, black people being insecure wasn't, hasn't, wasn't cool until about maybe six years ago. That's when it was like mental health and all those other things, which, which came for like everybody. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? In our generation, but I feel like for like black people to to say you're insecure or you feel a certain way, like that shit wasn't allowed. Or right. like, or as or as a male to say, you know, um, I'm nervous or I want to cry or all these other things. Yeah. That, that shit wasn't like allowed. So um, I think for everybody, to be honest with yourself, you know, it's admirable for you to be like, yeah, like I'm insecure about all these things, and you're, you know, you're open about it and and you're not like scared to say it because most people are, but they just don't want to say shit. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like super terrified all the time though. Like, let's not like, <laughs> let's not pretend that like it's, it's, it's very, very, very scary, but it, it makes me better at relationships when I like say the thing that I'm fucking terrified about. Right. So it's, it's better or else I'm just like, like sitting in these like shitty feelings. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yo, so many other questions I have. <laughs> 
but we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna have to bring you back for sure, but this is good. Be back for a part two. Yeah. In studio. Yes. Definitely. In studio. Hopefully we don't get charged with manslaughter. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. For if we have a, a COVID, a COVID pa- party, you hold can on, get but is it a party with four people? Um oh, I don't know. no, probably not. Should be good with that. A- anything could be a party. <laughs> a, ga- a gathering could be a- considered a party. You know I mean, I don't know. Manslaughter yeah, for throwing a party. That's important. imagine. Imagine catching a manslaughter charge for throwing a party. That's a lot. It's <laughs> 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 like what? <laughs> that's a lot. That's wow. a little bit. Yo, uh, we appreciate everybody for listening so far. This is Serious Business and Not So Serious Podcast. Uh, make sure that you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Our uh, Twitter, which is uh, Serious Biz underscore pod. Our Instagram, which is Serious Business Podcast. Make sure that you spell business, B-I-Z-N-E-S-S, and our YouTube, which is Serious Biz. Uh, Lisa, yeah. we got this game here that we call uh, uh, Pick 3. You never played it before, but um, our list pick... Because she's picking like eight, nine. Arliss, Arliss picked a good one today. Yes. Oh, he he went in his bag, boy. Yeah, went digging in the bag. It's a pick three of these um, old school throwback games, the classics. We'll we'll, we'll call them classics. classics. The the We'll call them the pioneers. Everybody got it pulled up. No wait. Where's? Uh, I'll I'll put it. I'll put it in the uh, the chat. The shot. The shot. No, no. I'll put it in the chat so she has it. So. I mean, I guess I'll do what Mr. Kevin Gordon-Thomas does. It is from going from left to right, pick three of the classic games. Uh, number one is Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo. Oh, that's good. Number two would be NBA Jam, um, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I guess we could just, now we'll just do the specific game because that's, that's, that's the one right there. Uh, Super Mario World, Aladdin, Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Mario Kart, Mortal Kombat, and The Legend of Zelda. That's, that's, that's hard. That is hard. Nope. It's easy oh. for you? Right. I put it in the chat there. Oh, I know. Okay. Um, it's, it's not hard. It's not it's, hard. Pick three. Hard. You can only pick three of these. Okay, so how much games on this list have you guys played? How many games have you guys played on this list? Okay, all of them except for Aladdin. All of them except for NBA Jam. All of them except for Zelda, because I didn't start liking Zelda until um, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, me too. All of them except for Zelda. Like, I've played Zelda in passing, but I've never sat down and played it. Yeah. So we all can... Have you played it? And and just for a listener, this is not the N64 version. This These is the are Super all Nintendo the classic, version. classic. Well, he, not, no, not, not Super Nintendo, because he has a Genesis, Sega Genesis game. No, no, no. I'm talking about oh, Zelda. Okay, Zelda okay, this okay. Zelda, because you guys haven't played it, but it's not the N64 yeah. version. All right. Or once you start kicking up the chicken, the chickens attack you in the farm. All right, all right, let's go first. Okay. Uh, my number one is going to be... Um, shit, I played a lot of NBA Jam, yo. I played a lot of NBA Jam, so I would have to take NBA Jam on there. Right off the bat, I got to choose Donkey Kong. Come on, man. Donkey I, mean, I, had, I had the Nintendo uh, SP, the little flip. And I had all of those games, just it, it, including this. But man, I, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. Eh, 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 eh. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. Lisa, who are you choosing? Donkey Kong. Yeah, come Donkey on. Donkey Kong. Come on. Excellent choice, Madame Clutch. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Um, 
honestly, I'm gonna have to go with Donkey Kong as well. I'm gonna have to go with Donkey Kong as well. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I'm taking Super Mario World. Ooh. Taking of course, Super Mario you World. have to. Like, I still Super play that on the Android. How you mean? What? APK? Yeah. iPhone what? <laughs> Sonic, dog. I used to play Sonic on my... I got the Sega Genesis, bro. It, it circulates between me and my me and my other brother. And uh, we have it for like... Which Sega did you have? No, no, no. I mean, did you have just the cartridge one or did you have the one with the CD cartridge, and the cartridge? cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, shit. Longs are trung. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic, bro. At least who you got. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Aladdin. Aladdin. It's Aladdin for me. Mm-hmm. I know that game was hard as shit to beat. I had that, I love that game. Sega. I had on Sega. It's hard. Crush time. Super Mario Super World. Super Mario World. That game has so many memories, man. So many memories. No. Um, my final one is going to be Aladdin. I probably played that game the most. I mean, I played Sonic a lot too, but Aladdin, I don't know. There's always a throwing those apples, man. Throwing those apples, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, Mario Kart. I don't know why nobody picked Mario Kart. Like, what? Throwing the throwing 64 a turtle? One's better. 64 yeah. One's better. Yeah, because the 64 one's yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Lisa. Oh, um, Mortal Kombat. Get over here. Clutch. NBA Jam. NBA Jam. Well, Lisa, did you guys did you guys watch the new Mortal Kombat movie? I heard it was tr- I heard it was yep, trash. I, I heard it was it. good. Oh, I, I think, I'm gonna, it, yeah. I think I'm gonna watch it today. Was my plan. I heard they did too much and the graphics were garbage, but the fighting scenes were dope. Well, that's what you got to watch Mortal Kombat for. Yeah. I mean, the fighting scenes were very rehearsed. As they should have been. Like, no, no, no. Like, when you watch it, you'll be like, oh. It's very hard to pull off a, a fighting game as a movie. I don't know why they would even attempt something like that. Right? It's like so impossible. Like you cannot, and you're There's not no going to get. Yeah. The, the only nostalgia you'll get from it is the name, and then after that, it's like, yeah. When you see when you see the character walk up, and you're like, oh, okay, he's got to do the the move. You got to do the move. But in terms of story, that's the one thing I heard from everybody is that like the story was garbage because there's really no plot to this. No, it was the backstory as to why oh, the why, beef why they got is going in yeah. between. I don't want to hear no backstory. Garbage. The only thing I want to hear is get over here. That's all I want to hear. I'm watching the movie just for that. Okay. That's all, that's all I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my three was NBA Jam, Super Mario World, and Aladdin. Donkey Kong, Sonic, Super Mario Kart. Lisa, that's you. Oh, what was mine? Mine was um, had Aladdin. You had Mortal Aladdin, Kombat. Donkey Kong, and fucking Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Mortal Kombat, Super Mario World, NBA Jam for me. Well, you see, Donkey Kong is the great one of the greatest games ever ever created. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Right now. Well, games that aren't on this list. <laughs> oh, oh, on the bench. Oh. Off the bench, eh? Off the. I'm going. I'm going. Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. Yeah. Combo breaker. Did you guys play like Double Dragon? Ooh. No Double yeah. Dragon. Hell yeah. Battle Toads. Battle Toads. Oh. Oh. 
Castlevania was pretty sick. Castlevania was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really wanted to put Super Metroid on here, but... Ooh. What about uh, Goldeneye? Goldeneye? You didn't like Goldeneye? Goldeneye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldeneye was, 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 uh, that was like the, one of the first best multiplayer games ever. I loved Goldeneye. Never played it. You never played Goldeneye? Mm-hmm. Oh. Missed. Really? You're slipping. Nah. Bro. Yeah, a little bit old. Yeah, a little bit older than me, so. Well, that's making me feel old. What was that? <laughs> what year was that? Goldeneye? I'm, f- I feel like, I want to say 92, 95. Are we, 97. Are we- as, no, as, I think 97. 97. As, as time goes on, have we now become the old heads, as they say? Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like the old head? 100%. No. <laughs> Especially, I've, been, I've been on TikTok and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it's oh, a lot. Like, it's a lot. They're dressing like how I dressed in high school and calling it like throwback and shit. I'm like, what oh. did that happen? <laughs> it's like, what do you mean throwback? I got this in my closet still. Right? You know, I felt really old. Um, the other day, I was looking out my window and I seen like it's. It was like Friday. It was just, yeah, this was Friday, two days ago. And I'm looking out my window, and our garbage day is Monday, and there's recycling bins, empty recycling bins, still out there on Friday. I'm getting mad. I'm like, who the hell leaves their freaking recycling bin outside for five days? And I'm like, oh shit, I'm old as shit, man. I'm right? old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting mad at people not live picking up their recycling bins. I can hear you. I'm scrolling when you get your ads on Instagram. And I'm like, ah, clothes, uh, <gasps> dishware. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the dishware for when me. I first, when I first jump on a TikTok and I haven't even really gotten into it, I was like, yo, I really got to look up a tutorial for an app. I thought it was the wow. tech guy. Like I'm gonna it's have to weird. ask somebody to help me with this. That would that scare me. Yeah. No TikTok for me. Huh? No TikTok. No TikTok for me. The only TikTok I want here is TikTok, TikTok, TikTok pond. This cock. Clutch. Clutch was planning that joke all week. No, all week. Wait, 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 wait. No, I just thought about it. Was planning that joke. The topic. All week. <laughs> I think it was way for Are we the old heads? Becoming eventually, yeah. Um, I should be next up to have a youth. Um, yeah. Lisa, do you, do you want kids? Yeah. How many? Uh, how many? As many as my body will allow. Jesus. Yo, I was doing some research and... That's the biggest mistake ever. And Don't I can afford. Don't listen to him. Don't listen kids? to him. I love kids. But I mean, I really just want to be pregnant. Though. You do? Oh my god, that's even worse. You want to know? No, but I think I thought about being a surrogate. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you get fat and swollen, and you're in pain. I get to grow a person. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of dope. I was, I was grow a research. person. Like science. Give it wow. twenty years, and we'll be able to make one in a test tube. Okay. Guess. Give me a number. Yeah. Oh, the, the person who's had the most children in the entire world. So the most children, who's bared the most children out of her uterus. What's the number? Do you guys know? 30. Keep going. No way. Bro. 101 Dalmatians. Nice. Chill, chill, chill out, Cruella DeVille. Next. 68. 68. Oh, 69. Yeah, I think I read an article or something. It was an Indian lady, bro. 69 That's deep. Utes out of her womb. 
That's that's a that hey, that's a dope fallopian tube. I'm gonna give it no. That 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 that. How can you? I honestly don't understand how you can have a certain amount of children and still want more. I honestly don't get that concept. I mean, well, think about it. it when it when it happened, like, like there was drugs. nothing else to do but like <laughs> have kids. What do you mean? I mean, some people like having children. But you got to deal with them after. That's the thing. Sure, pop them out, but like dealing with them after. Back then, back then, back then, they probably treat them like birds. Like when when birds are born, the mom picks them up and and flies out and lets them go. You got to fly a knot. So back then, you're telling me to throw my kids out the window. That's basically Michael Jackson. You're you. I mean, there are some um, like non-monogamous communities where like the the fathers like don't know whose kid like is actually like theirs. So like everybody's their kid. So everybody's responsible. So you're telling me that I could have one kid or not have any kids at all and still be responsible for a whole pack? <laughs> yeah, I was Fuck about his that, pocket. man. I'm I was out. About his pocket. No, no, I'm out. <laughs> It's not just, it's the whole community is responsible for all of the children. A village. It's a village, bro. It's well, a village. Maybe that's where that, maybe that's where that saying stemmed right? from. Right? Well, please show me the village so I can put my kids there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just the one guy that's been telling me he loves his kids, but if he had no kids, it's all good. All good, man. My, my daughter always looks at me like I'm old. She always says shit. She'll be like, she'll be like, oh, you don't know about TikTok. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I know about TikTok. What are you talking about? I know the ticket. It was called Vine. It was, yeah, it was Vine. Do it for the Vine. I was so vexed, man. I was so ready to like start an account and everything. And I went on it. Boom. It's like only for Apple. I said, shit. But you could watch them, but you couldn't make any off Android when it first came out. What, Vine? Vine, yeah. It was only for Apple. I think TikTok did the same thing. What do you mean? Let's start. In the start? Yeah. Well, then they realize unless they want to end up like, you know. Well, not to get too techie, but it's just easier to develop for Apple because all the phones are the same. So that's usually why they do it first. Okay. That's why Clubhouse doesn't come over yet. Yeah. Oh, Clubhouse. Are you on it? Yeah. Do you like it? Which one do you, which one, how many rooms do you dive into? I mean, I can't, I, I was heavy into Clubhouse when it first came out. And so I was like, like, I'd just be in and out of rooms, just like yeah. um, jokes. But then it's turned, it's like weird now. So I'm not really on it at all. My friend, my friend pointed like out a point. Roulette, she no? was like, she was like, oh, um, it's going to, it's going to be so big where now all the, the, you know, the big time speakers are not going to go in as much. So then it'll be like a new wave of, I guess, like the, the second tier speakers and kind like of thing. But the, the only issue I have with, with Clubhouse and the same thing, I was listening in a room and Grant Cardone was there and he was like, uh, this is going to be, this is going to be great for me, but for people who don't have businesses or don't have all these different opportunities to them, you're going to all these different rooms and getting six, seven, 20,000 ideas and you don't know where to go. It's going to be very confusing. Mm-hmm. Cause I was listening and I'm like, oh, that's so dope. Oh, that's so dope. That's so dope. That's so dope. But the action. Mm-hmm. You know well, I mean? Have you seen that Twitter has uh, released their own version of Clubhouse? Yeah. Oh, Spaces or something? Spaces, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, Twitter's always been... survived. Twitter is... You know what's funny? I just read a thing that... Oh, no, that wasn't Twitter. Twitter... I don't know how Twitter's surviving, but Twitter's great, man. It's like a a dumpster fire, though. Like, sometimes it's really great and hilarious, and then other times it's like, yeah, what the fuck? Oh, Jesus. happening on here? I I just jumped... Like, Reddit. I I was just about to say, I just just jumped on to to Reddit. porn? 
There's so much porn. Oh my gosh, my Twitter is crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is why. It's, it's like also it's like really good porn. I feel. Oh man. Yo, uh, yo, I'm, I'm in a Discord with exclusives. You almost said it. Oh man, I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem at all. I I totally understand. Reddit, bro. I just started to dive into Reddit, and all the info and all these people, the different kind of conversations. Man, I like Reddit a lot more than Twitter. I don't know about that one. Yeah, I know. I don't really I like understand to. Reddit actually. It's just like I, it's weird. There's a bunch of communities. People people usually Ideas. stumble on Reddit because of uh, you search something in Google, and then it's like, oh, there you go. There's my problem. Like you know, no, like I get that. Yeah, I think yeah, I just yeah. think like the interface is like whack. Like I think it's just like it's it's dated. It's very dated. It is it is dated. It is dated. It is dated. But it's just a bunch of communities. Yeah, because when you're on the phone, it won't let you view it unless you have the app. It's like fuck that. Yeah, it's just too much work. I don't like to like think that much like on my phone. Yeah. But I do think the Twitter spaces was a good idea. I mean, they tried to do what uh, Instagram does to everybody and just jam take take the outside ideas and bring it in. Well, that's what they right? did to um. Uh, what's that one app where they did it it'll a lot for like six seconds? Snapchat, Snapchat. Oh god! Oh, that shit died out. It's still around, but like, bro, once Instagram started doing the exact same thing, it's over. Because you already had your followers there, right? And that's right. the same thing what Twitter's doing with the spaces. Like, people already have followers on Twitter, and right. just to just to click and grab your your audience right there and say, yeah. "Hey, come into my thing." It's, it's genius. I don't think it's working out though. No, I don't see a lot of people using it. Not on my. my we need shit. a bunch of influencers. Yeah. Sorry, influencers. But there's a bunch of influencers already on Twitter, right? Bro, it doesn't always happen that way because look at look at Quibi. I was just oh, talking to my girl yesterday trash. about Quibi. Is that still a thing? No, they no, they died. Done. Done. I tried watching some stuff, but you can't. Yeah, they tried to shorten. It, they said they want uh, short form. Uh, a short form median for your phones, but it was like less than a, ten minutes. Less than ten minute episodes. Yeah. So, but it ten minutes, man. Yeah. But it was like uh, it's like um a short form of a long. Medium. The dope. The dopest feature. You know what I mean, with, instead with, of actually making short form, like how they do on on um snapchat and instagram like yeah. those are specifically made they try to condense a long show i don't think that works they had a dope feature it just didn't work if you guys knew they had um you you could you could turn your phone yeah yeah so if i'm watching landscape and he's like walking through a forest if i turn my phone portrait yeah it'll be a different angle of like the person who's about to kill him watching yeah. him kind of oh. thing, right? so it was really cool saw, yeah it, it was cool good tech but most shows once you turn it over, they would just crop in. And I'm like, yeah, they crop got in, lazy yeah. shit. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, speaking of that, I know throughout the years that I've known our list, he was always saying you're doing like short forms. Like, what are you working on? Sure. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, can I talk about, I can't talk about that. Um, I'm working on things. Um, I, I, took a, I took a long break from, from filmmaking just to get my degree and do all that shit. Um, degree in social work. Okay. I'm a social worker. That's fun. Um, but yeah, I'm not really, I'm working on something I can't talk about right now, but um, yeah, I direct and write and edit. And what's the last piece of work you did? Hmm? The last piece of work you did? Yeah, short film for uh, Bell Media. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was a. How do I explain this? They paired a filmmaker with a band. I'm the filmmaker, and the and the band was um above top secret, and I had to make a short film in like in I think it was in three days. That could be a lie, but I'm just gonna say three days for now. That was um, inspired by the song, and I made one about uh, trauma and a murder. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Wow, and a murder. Where can we find it? I would prefer not to share where you can find oh, it. Okay. Because, uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Where can, <laughs> our, audience, at that? Where can <laughs> our audience find you? Um, on IG, Polyamorous Black Girl. Any other, you got Twitter? Do you have uh, any other social media links? IG is the best place. I have a website, polyamorousblackgirl.com and Facebook, but like if to like actually connect with me, Instagram is my my hotspot. I like it best there. Okay, dope. So check that out, guys. Yo, we appreciate you coming. Uh, this is fun. Yeah, I uh, hope you had fun talking to us and enlightening us and having a respectful conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's what's and that's what's missed in uh, in today's world. Nobody wants to like talk about shit that they might agree or disagree with. That's the issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and some people are too vocal, so there's that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo. All right, um, so we gonna we gonna close it out. So uh, we appreciate everybody for listening. Serious business, not so serious podcast. Make sure that you follow us on all of our social media platforms. Yo, our Twitter. Uh, maybe we should start a Twitter space. We should. <laughs> serious <laughs> business. That'd be fun. Serious business be underscore, fun. underscore pod. Uh, Instagram serious business podcast. Make sure that you spell business b i z n e s s. Our YouTube serious biz and through everything that we talked about, yo, uh, realizing. Uh, that Donkey Kong is the greatest game of all time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Close to it, yeah. Learning about polyamory and realizing that we might be the old heads in today's generation. Oh, Really hope that you take us seriously, but at the same time, we hope you don't. Thank you for listening, and we out. Like three strikes. Bang, bang, bang. Mr. Gary, you attack you.